Hey, in the studio today, it is Sunday, and it is, let me see, 2.57, almost 3 o'clock, so I'm sitting here with my brother Andy, and he's from Chicago, he builds guitars and amps, and wonderful person, uh, great musician himself, and glad he stopped by BFN Studio, we're just talking about guitar gods, and you know, how technology then changed how we think with music and all this crap. And um, we got samples and stuff like that. You think about it, Andy. Back in the day, my first sampler, uh, I go back, was a uh, Roland S50. And I remember when B.B. King got on the radio and George Clinton got on the radio and saying these rappers back in the day sampling they stuff and they ain't getting no, no royalties from it so here we are now in the 21st century and we are dealing with <laughs> massive of, of all types of stuff right. you know we dealing with, with with people with programs where they can go in their bathroom and write, write a hit record you know right yeah and you like no necessarily have to be a guitar player that, that's right, that's right. I have a program uh, called Waves uh, Novation, and I buy loops like crazy, because, you know, like you said, we got to stay, you were talking about WXRT, that takes you into time, back in the time, but brings you up to date, and so that's sort of what I'm doing, you know, as a musician, and if you grasp it as a musician and use it right, it's good, but if you just sitting up, putting things in and you ain't creating it yourself it's it's not as organic yeah it's I, I, in a way it makes me feel like uh, you know when I when I heard people about when I hear people talk about you know buying loops and, and creating music using loops that they purchased or right off the program right I thought oh that sounds like it's cheating but it's it's interesting to hear you say that you use it right because certainly play guitar i'm sure you could play anything on those loops that you buy oh yeah anything so there's there's gotta be a good reason then to to use that right um and i was telling you a little bit ago you know and i I think thinking back what made me kind of think about it is probably when eddie van halen died a few weeks ago you know it's like where are those guitar gods today they're not there a lot of this new seen in YouTube is that you got all these young kids like when we was kids just imagine if we had the technology the kids had have today back then oh, man we'd be incredible 
teachers like them, you know. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school, high school, junior high, with a, you know, with a band of friends, and it was a big deal if we rented an eight-track recorder. That's right. You know, that's right. Couple, that's right. That's right. That's right. A couple songs down. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and you were a super amateur because you had to have it back by five o'clock, or else you're paying another day. Oh, that's right. You know, so you didn't know what you're doing in the first place. Right. That's right. And that was tape. Yeah, that was tape. I mean, we have evolved in so many ways musically. It's like Pepper was telling me, he's like, I think music gonna die. I said, music will never die. You know, it, it would never, you know, I guess I think she was talking about the performance, how things with the COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. when could we go back out and play in front of an audience and I do hope, our thing? I hope people will just be really, uh, you know, excited when they get a chance to go out. I not, think they not, will. Not right? And I think it's going to separate the real bands from the bullshit bands. You know, people want to go out and see a good band. They ain't going to want to go out there so they need plenty of season. You know, half ass bands. They want to go and see locally, professionally, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So COVID didn't hit all of us like a motherfucker. I, I, I can't wait to get back out there. I'm, I'm going stir crazy, to tell you the <laughs> truth. You know, but if I didn't have all this in my studio, I will go stir crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm doing video. I, I've seen a TV program uh, on uh, uh, MTV when they first started out. And they was, then the guys who founded MTV, they said, hey, embrace YouTube. Embrace it. So, I'm already... Uh, how how they said I'm on top of it, you know. Or it's another word they said I'm already I'm already there. You YouTube know? is a great thing. I it mean, is. I, I, like like you said, I can only imagine if YouTube was around when I was a kid and you had questions and you wanted to learn how to do something. It's it's almost like it, your mind was set on something. Right. That's right. But if you've got that and some practical, you're watching it, paying attention, and, and using right. the skills and, and, and experimenting on mm -hmm. your own, mm -hmm. it's kind of limitless what you can learn off of it. It's almost you getting a private free lesson. Right. My, my mom was a teacher when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. She would always say, boy, it's not terribly important that you go to the best school. Yes. And you're determined. Right. You can always learn something from anybody, 
That's right. Even the best teacher isn't the best teacher. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's so right. I, so I, I imagine that's the same on, on YouTube. Well, you know, you hear people when they talk about YouTube, they like, hey, uh, man, so many, so many out there. I mean, I don't know which one to look at. I said, you got to take your time and just do one at a time. I said, there's some people out there don't know what the hell they're talking about. Then there's a lot of people who do know how, what they're talking about. And then there's some people out there using the tool to show their vocabulary. Dude. A lot of people ain't got that. That so, won't you just break it down to dummy terms too? You know, I um, mean, there, there, there's another thing like YouTube. YouTube is great, and I, I know as far as like learning guitar, you you can learn a ton. But I also, you know, I have a, a friend. He's an older guy, and mm-hmm. he says I want to learn how to play guitar. And uh, he had no musical background at all. Uh huh. Bingo. Until you get some real basic Basics, stuff. Basics, right. So, if you're really determined, I bet you could learn how to play the guitar by just watching stuff on YouTube. I have... If you have no background, I think there still is a huge benefit. It is a huge benefit. I teach and uh, teaching at Triton. Yeah. Beginning guitar. Yeah, these are... People don't adults, know nothing. Yeah. T, uh, 19 and on up. Yeah, yeah. You know? And these people, I ain't taught disability people. Yeah. Okay? And they were so thankful for me teaching them. You know, helping them learn how to play. This one guy almost quit, but he stuck with me for seven years. <laughs> and he, he can play. And awesome. right now, I, I, I te- I'm teaching a guy right now, he's a friend of a friend of mine, his brother. I'm teaching his brother. Got his brother playing. Probably see him on Facebook sometimes. Named Tom Brown. He couldn't play either. Some people don't want. It depends on your level of playing. Where do you want to play? Do you want to play uh, this level, that level, what level? Where are you going? Yeah. First of all, let's let's find out where you want to go. Is you just playing for fun? Yeah. Is you just playing the? If you want to just play for fun, okay, just learn the basics. But it's not gonna be easy because yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Your hands. It's funny. This my friend who, who it's you know I, I I started playing probably when I was twelve or thirteen or something like that and I kind of, I remember it being hard you know starting out but mm-hmm. boy you, you you do forget uh, about how alien it felt to try to move your hands in certain ways and, and position your hands and your right hand right and right left hand right right. Together. It's like playing piano. You got to think right and left. Just your left brain is your right brain. <laughs> and you're doing this. I mean, dude, I understand. It's a funny thing. You know, it is a funny thing. You know, I run that with, you know, students. And I notice that they can play the melody. It's the strumming thing. It's this right hand. The right hand is is the most serious thing you want to work with. Because um, it, it, that right hand is your rhythm. That strumming hand, you know. I notice a lot of my students, 
chords and strumming is what people have problems with. I see the sight reading, they get that a little bit. They get that. But when you start putting it together and getting that right hand, they'll be like, oh, 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 I ain't got no rhythm. That's the first thing they think, oh, I ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> and I understand that. But I think you can teach people rhythm if, like you said, if you determine. If you ain't determined, you ain't gonna never learn it. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, you being a professional teacher and all. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, I, you know, got the Mel Bay book, right? Um, Which I teach started, at. It started right at the beginning. Now, I, I had taken saxophone lessons in junior high for a couple of years at this point, so I kind of understood the basics of reading music, okay, and things like that. Okay. So I, the beginning of the Mel Bay book was all notes and where they were on the fretboard, scales, things like that, and um, which I'm glad I learned a lot of that. Right. But I, you know, like when my friend was starting up and other stuff, I said, ah, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Learn some chords. Learn, learn three chords and, you know, right. learn G, C, and D. There's a billion songs you can learn if you just learn those chords. That's right. That's, that is so I true. Think, I, think, I think that's true, but one thing I'm seeing as a talking to him, one thing I'm seeing is he just doesn't understand how the fretboard works and where you know. Where all right? Yeah, you know, if you're, you know, so I find myself thinking, boy, maybe maybe he needs to spend more time learning about where the notes are because you could say, you know, I always thought, okay, learn learn bar chords. If you learn three basic shapes of bar chords, right? You know, three, four basic shapes of bar chords. You can play a ton of stuff, but right. then you realize, okay, you gotta know where a G note is on, on the, the guitar, right. or an A note, or a B, or a, right. for, a, for that to really be useful. Right, you, and you need to know how that chord was formed. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need to know one, three, five is your triangle. That's your major chord. And any time I try to explain that to him, I, it just goes over his head. Right. I think he's, he is taking lessons now, and he's definitely in a, in improving. improving, and I think his hands. But he's... Still I, something I, missing. Yeah, I think he's, he's being taught the, you know, the, what do they call this, the tablature or whatever. See, that's... Oh, no. See, that's... Don't get me wrong. You gotta use things to advance. You gotta use things as combinations too. Tab- nothing wrong with tablature, but it is dangerous to just if you got tablature and you got music. I I I truly feel learn the music, get that Mel Bay book out, understand your staff because that's two different things. Because I noticed that tablature people think staff is tablature too, and that'll get in his head. Oh, right, right, right. You wouldn't even know. That. Right. Yeah. And you looking at, because you know you got six lines and you got five. That's the first thing you got to think about. Right? <laughs> okay, if I got six lines, I know that. That's just your guitar they just yeah. giving you. Yeah. And with notes on your frets. No feel, no melody in a way. You got to think the melody if you know the song. Right. But with the music, it's actually giving you what you need. It's actually giving you the ranges. Like when I do the Mel Bay book, I teach you in the first position, and then I make you read it in the second position. Uh-huh. 
So what you're getting, when you're reading in the first position, that's all fixed. Anything that's open is fixed. Yeah. That's why it's so easy to do the first position. But when you move that first position to the second position, then there's a whole new door open. The benefits of the second position, you're getting this in your reading. So you're looking at this Mel Bay book and you're putting it in the second position, just like the professionals do. Yeah, or as a kid, uh, I, I played bass mostly, and I heard a, a teacher saying, "Oh, we should we're gonna this we're gonna do this song up, you know, at the fifth fret instead right. of down here." Right. And it right. seemed like really crazy right. hard. I, I know now I, I could do that a lot easier. Right, but back then, back then it was, it was like, what the hell? <laughs> she was teaching you how to transpose. Well, see, I think that's why I, I, I initially told, told my mom, let's learn some bar chords. Right. You know, and then you can play freaking anything. If you know four bar chord shapes, you can play all kinds of stuff. Right, but maybe you I want came to, to that. I came to that playing bass first, so I knew where all the notes were on the, on the fretboard. Bingo. And I'd watch my brothers play guitar. And, okay. and you'll put that oh, finger okay. right there. Yeah. Right. I know, I know how to play a G bar chord. I, I knew the I learned the bar chord shape and I knew where G was, so I knew how to play a G. Right. I knew how to do you know and I guess that's I came to a, I came about that, you know, kind of in a convoluted way where I guess if you're starting from the beginning that might not be the easiest thing, but it worked for you. It worked for me, but yeah, it's it's a funny thing. And, and you know, back then when we was yeah, growing sure. up. Yeah. We grew up in the traditional way. You know that. We grew up in the traditional way. Because and I, I used to make my own tablature before tablature ever came out. Right. <laughs> right. Just wasn't neat about it like they are. And in the 80s, that's when they started doing tablature. And back then, they made a lot of tablature wrong. Uh-huh. Now, during the middle of 95, that's when tablature started getting better. And they started when Steve Vai started transcribing tablature and stuff. That's when all the guitar players, the smart ones, started saying, We're going to do this right. Because we got students and people out there learning that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tablature. Yeah, when I took classes, you know, in the 80s, right. lessons, nobody taught any tablature. It was strictly music, baby oh, boy. Right, right. Strictly music. You know, I used to hate it. <laughs> I used to hate it, you know, but I'm glad I, 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 I embraced it and it helped me. We're going to take a pause for the cause. We'll come back and talk a little more. I'm going to check this and make sure it's recording. We do the nice love. This is awesome, man. I love this. All right. I'm with my brother Andy Favors from Congress Parks Amp. And I'm Pistol P at BFN Studios. Be back later. All right. Yeah, see